something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. (laughs) And uh, today we're going to be talking shit with uh, a special guest who is coming from us from across the pond. She is. My buddy, Lisa. Say hi, Lisa. Hey, everybody. Uh, This is my friend, Lisa Messina. She is a licensed massage therapist who lives in Manchester, who I used to know when we both lived in New York City. Um, Just to let you know, Lisa, um, and we're going to get into it when we dive into you, but uh, when I first started talking with Pam about potentially doing this podcast, one of the guests that I wanted to have on was you. And it's because Hmm. the whole time I knew you living in New York, you were always (laughs) in multiple weddings. It's a true story. Like the 27 yeah. Dresses movie is your life. Based off of you? I, I need the royalties. I'm a little offended. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit upset about that. So um, just to kind of uh, get the uh, listeners cued in on how we know each other, um, Lisa and I met in New York City because my roommate at the time was working with her at a restaurant. And all three of us, my, my roommate slash your friend and I and you, all enjoyed this TV show that's still on MTV, the challenge, I think it was the real world road rules challenge. And then it became the challenge. It is. I mean, it makes survivor look super classy. It's I mean, it's just (laughs) it's like the most garbage show, you know, it's just like mental Doritos, right? It's amazing, though. Like it's (laughs) <laughs> I, I miss it. Like, I can't watch it here, and, and I'm, I'm sad. I, I know. You're always lot. texting me being like, I, I can't seem to find it even, like, anywhere this online. Season, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. It's, it's, it's killing me. Guys, I'm so embarrassed, but I've been watching for years. <laughs> but whatever. It's oh, a yeah. freaking great show. I love it. Um, but, Lisa, but the thing is, is that we would want to watch it, my roommate and I. So he would be working at a restaurant with you. And the way it would work is that you guys would get off at like midnight, 1230. Mm-hmm. You would come back to our apartment in New York. And I, because I had a normal nine to five job, had been asleep since about 10, would be woken <laughs> up being like, it's time to watch the show. And I would just shuffle out in my pajamas, <laughs> like makeup list, like hair in a messy bun, like already got like half a eye burger form because it's been a couple hours and just plopped out on the couch with you. Watch this manic, bizarre competition show and then shuffle back to bed <laughs> it's pretty much it's worth yeah. it to get out of bed at midnight yes yeah <laughs> because it's I one mean, thing to watch it with friends like i watch it anyway on my own now but getting to watch it with friends it's so crazy <laughs> oh it's amazing and really like the spelling bee challenges those are my favorite because they nobody just can spell. couldn't spell anything <laughs> nobody can spell that's no. amazing either can't. can i <laughs> That's <laughs> probably why I'm dumb and so, watching this show. <laughs> you bite it's your so tongue. good. I know it is. It's it. There's something about it that I can't turn away. Um. So anyway, that's uh, the foundation of my relationship with Lisa Messina. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solid, solid foundation. I, I like know it. it's it's lasted us this long. Um, it so, has. <laughs> so um, back to actual weddings. Um, we mentioned that you've been to a lot. Um. Start from the beginning. How old were you when you went to your first wedding? So I was a junior bridesmaid. I'm going to say circa 1989. Eight, nine, so I was, I was in fifth grade. Fifth or was grade. it fourth? Fourth or fifth grade. And I was a junior bridesmaid for my aunt and uncle in New Jersey. 
I guess fifth grade so, is that the age where you're maybe too old to be a flower girl? Is there like an age yeah, cutoff? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. So my cousin Jess and I were junior bridesmaids. My sisters were bridesmaids, and um, we wore dresses that we dubbed the um, peach poof dress from hell. It was the eighties, <laughs> he said. Yeah, I mean the puffy sleeves. It was mm-hmm. a sweetheart neckline, full skirt. I loved it. I was nine. I thought it was gorgeous, and. I, I think it's embarrassing, but I'll admit that I loved it so much at the time that when I was Lady Macbeth in the play at fifth grade, that's what I wore because I loved that. Wait, Wait you, how you old were Lady you in Macbeth, Macbeth in, in fifth grade? Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of school were you going to? Yeah. You know, ironically, the same teacher that told me that Santa wasn't real. Yes, I was old also to still believe in Santa, but she <laughs> ruined it. And my mom wanted to what? end this woman. So I realized we've got What is weddings, with this teacher? Yeah. yeah. Kind of with your mom on that. Yeah. yeah. You are 10. <laughs> yeah. How old? There's you... a lot. Okay. There. Also, I will say, I do not have children. Lisa does not have children. Um, Pam has two kids. At mm-hmm. what age does it become, oh, no, they're too old. Someone needs to break it down about Santa. Well, I mean, with my six-year-old, she goes to kindergarten, and the first thing she hears is Santa's not real. Really? Oh, yeah. They, she knows. All the she kids knows? blew it. <gasps> well, I mean, some kids. But she she didn't want to. She does not want to believe it. So she asked me. She's like, you know, is Santa real? And I said, do you believe he's real? And she said, yes. So I said, well, then he's real. So I'm trying to keep it going a little bit longer just because there's also my son and I don't want her blowing it for him either. Wow. So, But, but yeah, if she got to 10? Yeah, I, I mean. Yeah, that's she's, tough. No, fair enough. Like I, you know, I was a little old to believe. I get it. And the teacher said something like, oh, isn't it nice to pretend for the younger brothers and sisters? And everyone said yes. So I didn't want to be an idiot. So I just went. And then I went home and I told my Pride. mom and she was she was like devastated because I was the I'm the youngest, so she was you know, Aww. I was the last one and yeah. you know, I mean. So yeah. But yeah, so Lady Macbeth and Santa all gone. In the wow. same year I went to my first wedding. That was, was like year. the year you really grew up. Wow. You, you became a it was woman. A big year. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did. So after that, did you go to a lot of family weddings? Like for the rest of your childhood, or was it just when you no. hit your twenties when that started happening? No, I would say that was, yeah, probably I think I was 20 or 21 the next time I went to a wedding, I think, because oh, I missed wow. another uncle's That's wedding. That's a big break. Yeah, I don't think I really went to any in high school. I, I, I missed one of my uncle's weddings because I had a dance competition. And um, yeah. So starting your 20s, one. was that like family or high school friends or? So Wait, I'm going to be really we- honest. I've before we go on, can you actually tell us the number of weddings you have been to? Is it more than 50? No, I've definitely been invited to more than 50. I'm going to guess I've been to like 30, okay, if not a little more. But right. I, I've gone through this before where I've tried to count them all out. And then I um, – so I think the next wedding, it was a friend from high school who got married and her husband was in the service. So she had hair extensions or like a hair piece in. yeah. That she took out halfway through the, the wedding. Oh, yeah. So she went from like long hair uh-huh. to then like a bob cut on the dance point. floor, or just like left <laughs> yeah. and came back as a big reveal. I, I, no, it wasn't a big reveal. I think it was just like, oh, this is too much. And <laughs> those pictures are fun. 
And then the next time I was a bridesmaid and it was a college friend's wedding and it was a very light, like pink dress. So oh, you were in it? Yeah, I bridesmaid. was a bridesmaid. Okay. Well, I was originally asked to be the maid of honor. And you said no? No. Well, no. So I was asked to be the maid of honor because she has one sister and she and I were very good friends. Me and the bride were very good friends. And when she told her sister she was engaged, her sister didn't, I guess, respond with enough enthusiasm or didn't seem as excited. So my friend said, would you be my maid of honor? And I said, you know, you know, I love you and that's really sweet, but I, I think you really need to think about this. You have only one sister. You're very close with her for the most part. And I'm moving to Japan in like two months. I don't know when you're getting married, when the wedding is. So, you know, think about it. And if you would prefer for me to just be a bridesmaid, I'm fine with that. You know, I just, it's your sister and you only have one. And then she just never said anything and I became a bridesmaid. So she also had <laughs> asked to, she had also asked two other friends to be bridesmaids who she then unbridesmaided them wow, at some point really? without ever talking to them about it. Yeah. Wow. She like, yeah. instead of just having more bridesmaids, she un, she let well, them go? So no, she, she added like a cousin and a friend because I think her mom wanted her to add people. So I didn't understand why you had to then take people out. Right. I don't rem- I don't feel like it was evens, you know, like How did people figure out that they got demoted? Because it's one thing I to bo- find out you go from a maid of honor to a <clears throat> bridesmaid because you're yeah. at least still in the loop and you'll get an email that says, you know, like, oh, so-and-so right. is in charge because obviously they're my maid of honor. But how do they find out they're not involved at all? I hope this is pre-buying dresses. Yeah, I want to say that she told a mutual college friend of ours, and he told the other two. They were still invited to the wedding. I can't. I, again, oh god! Did he realize he was like the bearer of bad news? He was oh, yeah. the messenger. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, my gosh, that's so I, well, awkward. I think it was like an awkward thing, and he knew. I mean, and he was friends with all of us. And are all I these really people still I friends? Was, no, I mean, <laughs> not like. Sorry, that not like, oh, gosh, we had a falling out and no one likes each other, but just we all live, you know, like the two girls that became, I don't even know what the term is, like unmade, unbride, whatever, the former bridesmaids. The, the term is dumped. Those two, the, the dumpies, one of them is my, is my best friend and the other one is still a good friend. Yeah. The bride, I think, has lost touch with both of them and the bride and I are in like sporadic content. You know, like I yeah. like this on Facebook. I saw sure. her maybe... T- uh, I don't know which visit, but I did see her one night for a drink when I was back um, a year or two ago. But, so um, there's no bad blood between these people. Just People just kind no, of phase just, out. So those people went yeah. to the wedding still, just as guests. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, wow, that's so, interesting. Yeah. So that was <laughs> wow. like a pale pinkish dress. So I went spray tan. I'm super pale. Um, so I went spray tanning for that one. And the dress ripped during the night. I remember that. It was like chiffon. Where? Wait, where did it rip? Yeah. Uh, the strap. Oh, I want to say that it was almost like a like a chiffon, not a full cap, but cap. So it became a strapless dress, ripped. whether you wanted to or a, not. A one shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I just did a little shoulder, you know, wriggle. Yeah. Is there any other crazy stories you've picked up along the way? Like, what are the bonkers I stories mean, that you have? There's a lot. Um, Give us your greatest <laughs> hits. I feel like I like, can't tell my friends to listen to this episode. Um, <laughs> genuinely, that's like a fear. Like there's one wedding I went to, I posted no photos because I think everyone would be like, that's the wedding. Um, <laughs> so, okay. One of my oldest friends, I adore, Jersey Italian, 
married Staten Island Italian. And I think I inadvertently became a bridesmaid. Like we were talking, they were engaged, and I was like, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're asking all your usual questions. Are you having, and I think I said, like, are you having a big wedding party? Blah, blah, blah. Chit, chat, chit, chat. Great. Love you. Speak to you soon. 20 minutes later, she calls me back. I think she must have thought when I asked about the wedding party that I thought I'd be included because 20 minutes after we hung up, she called back and was like, I just, I'm sorry. I totally meant to ask you, like, would you be a bridesmaid? So I, I don't know. Anyway, I wouldn't have been offended either way. So I was a bridesmaid. There were originally 11 bridesmaids or 13 and 13 groomsmen. Wow. And all groomsmen were NJIT frat brothers, bar the best man who was the cousin. And then again, I think some bridesmaids dropped out. So then there was uneven. So this was, my dress was yellow. <clears throat> I believe it was maize. And again, I'm, I'm <laughs> I remember pale. that maize. because you said the color of my dress is maize. And I'm like, I don't even know what color maize is. And your response it's was me. I'm the color of maize. I'm yeah. literally the color yeah. of this dress. <laughs> yeah. It's like corn, like maize. I look like I had jaundice when I put it on. So again, spray tan. <laughs> So now you've all, you know, you're both married, right? And you've been to a lot of weddings. You yeah. talk about them all the time. Bridesmaids' dresses are really not a one-size-fits-all. You have 11 women. This dress was yellow, chiffon, halter, halter, um, low-dip V, backless, with a detachable train. Whoa. What? Detachable mm-hmm. train. How, oh, yeah. What's the bra situation? Well, I looked like I had a spare tire underneath. I had to do – and so <laughs> I, I'm, I, it was the least sexy kind of – you know, I, it was bad. So I, I am full-chested. And so I think I had extra material put in, and then I had to find a ridiculous backless halter bra that I, like – snapped or sewed into the dress that left me a bruise on my um, neck because it was so tight. And then, you know, the strapless, the low back function is horrible. Like wraps around your stomach. Yeah. It's like mm, a, it was, goes around your waist. It's weird. It was bad. So then it creates the tire. If you didn't already have it, it's not nice. (laughs) So there was that. And so my date was a good friend of mine who's always teased me about being from New Jersey. He was dying to come to this wedding. Uh Uh-huh. So he skips the ceremony. This was Catholic mass. So here's all the girls in these low-cut, backless dresses, Catholic mass. I got pretty drunk on the way to the reception just because I was in like a Hummer stretch limo with the unks, unks, unks frat brothers. Sure, um, sure. And mm-hmm. just like cans of beer. I was like, just beer me. <laughs> so and my, my friend Michael who came with me is a little bit older. And so he – he hadn't bought shoes. I can't remember, but he showed up in like a tan suit. It was August and flip flops. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, it's at the beach, right? I'm like, no, why? I never said the beach. And so, so he rocks up and it was at a very, it was like a very expensive wedding at a country club that was so Italian. And when I saw the bride and groom a few years ago, I forgot that they actually had like a, a mozzarella making, like they were making the mozzarella at the station what? at the wedding. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, That's kind of so, like like have somebody make guacamole in front of you in a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the, the groom really loves Rocky. And so the he movie and the, with Sylvester yeah. Stallone. 
Yeah. Okay. My husband does too. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, they're not they, wrong. It won an Oscar. Yes. <laughs> right. But they were announced um, to the Rocky theme song. Oh, at the reception. A couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And I said to my friend, because I knew it was coming. I said to my date, I said, I need, I need you to record this. And he was like, no. And afterwards, I was like, did you get it? He's like, I didn't think it was happening. I'm like, I told you. So the Rocky theme song comes on and the doors open and they come out and he has on the actual like boxing robe with it over his head and it says Italian stallion on the back <laughs> and they both had oh boxing gloves on and he came no. out like swinging. At each other? Because that's not really Which, great. No, just, okay. no, you know, kind of <laughs> dancing. Um, oh, man. So we got really drunk, and then the the best man's speech was bad, and then the the long and the short is on the bus ride home. the The best man was in our van and was um, hurling like abuse at the driver, and um, got into a fight with my date because we were all telling him to shut up, and he like punched my date and like bit his thumb, and then oh like God. I tried to get in the middle, and we pulled the van over on the side of like Route Forty Six. He like wanted my date to get out, and he's like, "Let's go." And then um, we drove off and left him. And then we. And then <laughs> I like we that called. he thought that the van driver pulled the van over so that you guys could fight on the side of the road. Like that right? was clearly not the idea. Yeah, we were like, "Pull over, pull over," because they were fighting in the van. Yeah, and I'm like my, you know. Um, so wait, you just kicked him out of the van and drove away? Well, no, I was like, "Stop it!" You know, I like being a stupid girl. Sometimes you're like, "Hey, I'll get in the middle of this," and like I was like, "He won't hit her." Oh, I'm gonna get hit. Um, so he was like, let's go out of the van and like took his tux jacket off and like jumped out on the side of the road wanting my date to get out and fight him. And we were like, close the door, like, let's go. And the bride's brother was in the van. And I was like, can you like, don't call your sister, call one of the other 10 groomsmen because we're, he's hammered and we didn't want anything to happen to him, but he was being racially abusive to the driver and then physically abusive to my friend. He sounds like what quite a the winner. charmer. Mm. Yeah, he was awesome. And so um, I called, I think, what, I think I called the cops because I was like, I don't want him in trouble, but I'm just really concerned that he's very drunk on the side of a six-lane highway. Yeah, he's going to hit. Like, you left him? I was like, he was hurting people. And then we got to the hotel, and then it turned out that he had kicked in a window to an Ethan Allen furniture store and spent the night in the drunk tank. What? What? <laughs> Yeah, and then the Wait, next morning, was, was like... plan to break into the Ethan Allen store to, like, sleep on, on a couch? couch? Yeah. I mean, they're very comfortable. I don't know. Um, it's so, quite a ringing endorsement. Right? Ethan Allen. Oh, my God. So, um, and then the so next he got morning, off the highway on his own, found an Ethan Allen place, busted it in, and then, obviously, the alarms go off. Got arrested. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And then the next morning, the groomsmen were like, yeah, he does this sometimes. And I'm like... That's that's your response. Like it wasn't like this hey, is a known this thing happening. Oh Why don't God. we get you into another van? Why don't we take care of this for you? Why don't I not yeah. have you in my wedding? You probably need some help. Yeah, I don't. Oh well, it's, the, it's the groom's cousin, and I don't think they oh, speak anymore. But ooh, um, yeah. So yeah. So my date had gotten his thumb bitten and punched. I had caught a punch to my leg, and then. The next, and it was like August, so it was dead hot, and we're trying to get back to the city the next day, and the bus just never showed up, and we had to call a friend to drive us back. It was quite a weekend. Oh my God. Wow. Mm-hmm. Someone got arrested. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I do, uh, since we have a little bit of time, jump into your wedding. Just because sure. it is, uh, it's kind of interesting because you were involved in so many weddings as a bridesmaid and I then, was. uh, you got engaged, um, mm -hmm. but it was kind of a, an interesting situation. Can you explain the, the setup of, uh, once you got engaged, what happened next? Sure. So, uh, I was, my husband is British, hence why I'm here. And we were dating for about almost two years living in Pardon me. I was in New York and he was in Manchester. So I came over to England and was How going. How did you meet him? So I came to England for a wedding in July, <laughs> um, in July of 2020. It was when the London Olympics were happening. And I went to this small town called Warrington where my friend Jim was getting married on a Friday night. So we had the wedding Friday night. Great fun. My friend Louise and I said, let's stay over Saturday night as well. We never get to see each other. Blah, blah, blah. We were staying in this tiny little hotel, like, you know, 15-room kind of pub downstairs. So the night after the wedding, we're hanging out with the bride and the groom and the bride's parents in the pub. And um, there was a drunk guy passed out in a chair whose ringer, his cell phone ringer, sounded like a missile going off. And we kept being like, who is this weirdo? And then these three young guys came in, one of whom I am now married to. And I'm he, so glad that the guy that was passed out isn't the man that you married. Yes. Is, is not my <laughs> husband. No. Um, that was his coworker who'd gotten – basically, my husband lived about 30 minutes from where we were and was staying in the same hotel as me for a coworker's retirement party. Oh. So they had all gone out for dinner. This guy mm. was drunk, left early, came back to the hotel. I met Joel probably like midnight. We were all drinking, stayed up to like 8 in the morning. And, um, yeah, so here we are. So yeah, jumping we were back to getting, yeah, <laughs> right. engaged. So I had been back and forth on tourist pieces. So we got engaged of May, May of, when, how long have I been married? May of 2015, <laughs> we got engaged in Greece. And, um, so I knew I'd have to leave again within a few months. And so we decided, I love weddings. They are so much fun. But as you said, having been to in many and been to a lot, I, didn't want to do it. I really, I didn't want to have any bridesmaids. I really wanted it to be about Joel and I, and just like the two of us and getting married and what that means and not about the day. Because I think, you know, as much as you say like, oh, it's your day when you're inviting all those people and your family, it's really about you, but it's about everybody. And you have to think of mm -hmm. that. So we decided to elope just the two of us in Savannah, <clears throat> cool. which we had yeah, we had been down there before and really liked it. And um, I also knew my mother would just have a fit if we got married that was like within driving distance to her and she couldn't be there. So like my mom's in New Jersey, my dad's in Montana, his dad's in Spain, his mom's in England. So it was just everybody's all over. Wow. So yeah, so we eloped in Savannah, just the two of us, November of 2015. We had a week together and then Joel went back to England and I was here for almost four months waiting for my visa. And then we had a big reception one year later in Savannah where I did like the wedding dress and we had the party and we had gathered everybody back in the park, set our vows again. That's cool. And yeah. And before that, I threw him a surprise kind of less formal wedding party <laughs> in Manchester because his only his dad was able to come to the States. We had hoped a few more people would come. But since no one was able to, I then threw a surprise pseudo not as formal like wedding celebration so for the girl that wanted to elope I had like five dresses we had three parties it was <laughs> it was a lot oh my god 
<laughs> yeah. And it was, for me, it was just no bridesmaid. I just didn't, I have two sisters that are in their forties and I don't know. It just didn't seem like, I don't know. It just didn't feel like I needed it. So that's yeah. cool. I mean, that makes yeah. sense if you're just kind of like, I've done this enough in my life. Yeah. But I've never been a part so. of an elopement. So that's new. Yeah. So wait, I have a so, question. Yeah. If you do an elopement, mm-hmm. who is the, don't you have to have a witness? Who is the random person? No. So we had, um, well, there was the officiant and a photographer. So Oh, so the photographer if, is the probably the witness. I guess the witness. so. I really don't even remember. They actually wrote the wrong date oh. on our wedding certificate. And we had to go the next, because we got married on a Sunday. And when the next day when we went to file it, they were like, oh, you got married October 31st. I'm like, we did not get married on Halloween. Um, <laughs> and so we had to like have the officiant come over, sign a new thing, go back to the courthouse and get it like redone that day. How romantic. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was, I have to say, eloping and telling people that you're eloping was fantastic. Every time we got back to our hotel room, there was champagne, people sent cheese, people sent Aww. champagne and chocolates. Like it was amazing. We when you, when you say time. people, you mean like your family and friends or do you mean, mm-hmm. oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, um, I think my dad had sent something. My, my sisters, um, treated us the night before we got married to the dinner we went to, like they called ahead. My mom had treated us that night. My father-in-law sent flowers and champagne. My best friends from college, sent like a cheese platter and chocolate strawberries and more champagne. We had like six bottles of champagne. It was, it was fantastic. So your elopement wasn't a secret at all. It was, you told people ahead of time it was happening. So they had time to get over their emotional journey of not being a part of it. Yes. My mom was the toughest one, but uh, yeah. So no, it was great. Like we didn't advertise it to everyone on Facebook and stuff, but all of our closest friends and family knew. And so that was, cause then it was, they knew I'd be home and getting the visa. And then we said, we're going to do the party a year later because when well, I that, said that I wanted to. That softens the blow, I'm sure. Yeah. You're basically having a well, reception a year, really a year later. Well, I had to put an embargo on any kind of wedding talk before I ever even left for England before we were ever engaged because my sister, my one sister and my mom, like people would just ask, I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'd want to do something small and just immediate family, which then became my mom being like, well, my sisters can come. I was like, no, immediate family. She's like, but they're my sisters. I'm like, but dad has five siblings. You know, it was a whole. And so then I finally had to be mm. like, no one's allowed to ask unless you see a ring or unless I bring it up, no one can ask. I'm just no more. So there was like a two-year like, shut the F up. Nobody asked me any questions. Because anything <laughs> I said, yeah, everything I suggested and said I wanted, everyone had an opinion on. So I was like, I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So because you did something different, um, mm-hmm. what would you say was the best part of all of that with your wedding experience? Because I can't even say wedding day, but experience. Yeah, we usually ask our guests what was the best part about your wedding. But I guess you can say uh-huh. that and just just that covers all three ceremonies. Yeah. And the worst. <laughs> we'll start with the best. We'll start with the positive. Yes. The best and the worst. So I guess the best was twofold. It was about that the day we got married, about it just getting to be Joel and I and not worry about anybody else and just, yeah, just get to focus on us. And like after we got married in the park, we went and had brunch where we had the reception a year later. And we went to the hotel and like put on like our bathrobes and drank champagne and then got dressed and went out for dinner that night. And it was great. And then a year later to get to celebrate with everyone – without the pressure and the stress 
was great. Like I got dressed and ready and I was like, I'm ready. They're like, you have 45 minutes. And I was like, but I'm ready. Let's do this. Like it was, it was so (laughs) much fun. You know, I wasn't nervous or, um, any of that. It was really great. The worst, um, I, I really wish that Joel, more of Joel's family and friends could have come. You know, I think that was hard. I think, I mean, I threw the party here, but, um, you know, I think that was hard for him to not have as many people there. So they were so formally far. invited, but just got a lot mm-hmm. of no's. Uh, just didn't get any responses, actually. That's the way I can be a whole other episode, if you like. Oh, <laughs> damn. British, oh, no. British wedding etiquette versus. Oh, um, they don't I respond RSVPs? I mean, gift RSVPs. Um, <laughs> there's a lot. Wow. And, and, and I, I do think. Um, so I grew up obviously in the Northeast and I think Northeast wedding culture is crazy, like insane, but I'm aware there's like a happy medium. And I think, um, oh yeah. I mean, just not even replies like for his coworkers, right? Email to be, can I just have your address or that nothing? Wow. Like not even a formal, like I can't come or someone had said, you know, we'd love to come, but for the four of us to fly over. And I went to be like, you're kids weren't invited I mean <laughs> but, um you know so, so yeah that's a whole was other... he upset about it or was he kind of like eh? he was bummed I oh. think and the thing is we knew like not everyone's gonna come but I think we had we had thought like his closest friends sure yeah um so then hence me throwing this surprise yeah wedding that's, like, that's sweet that is a good here. wife that's good to so kind of like well make done. up for it. Yeah. And I'm I tried, hoping yeah. those, those people came to that party at least, right? Almost all of them. Yes. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah. I think like a friend or two didn't make it. Oh, and, well, um, I mean, shit happens. Yeah. That's cool. How'd you pull off that surprise, man? That seems like hard. It was a lot. And <laughs> so I had booked uh, a bar um, and put down a big deposit. And then five weeks before, as I was sending out the invitations, um, they called to tell me they were closing the next day for renovations and they couldn't host my party anymore. <gasps> so I went a little bit bananas on them. And also, like, working in a bar and managing events, I was like, this is not okay. And especially because their conditions for my deposit were, I, if I canceled for any reason, I didn't get my money back. I'm like, mm-hmm. you canceled on me. You're telling me you didn't know. They... um I kicked it up a little bit. I wasn't awful, but I was just like, this isn't right. You don't treat people this way. Um, so they actually then said, okay, we'll extend an offer for you and your husband and up to eight friends to come out for a night on us once we've reopened to the tune of 500 pounds, mm-hmm. which we, in fact, just took advantage of last night. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. I, so, wait, where, where did you and... end up having it after that place wasn't available? So then I found another, because I didn't, obviously, I wasn't planning to have another celebration, so I didn't have a ton of money for it. So I did find another, a really cute pub and bar that had an upstairs room. So I did that. We did a little bit of like buffet food and his aunt made a cake. And um, I forget, what did I, I think I told him something like, oh, it's our 11 month anniversary. Like I have a surprise or something. And so I like came downstairs all dressed in another dress uh, and was like okay go shower and I had laid his suit out for him and I took him for like cocktails in this um, there's one I'm going to say air quotes around the word skyscraper in Manchester uh-huh. 
And um, on the 23rd floor, <laughs> this place called Cloud 23 is like a great view. And so we went for cocktails and we got in a cab and then walked in and surprised him at the other bar. That's cool. So, nice. was he yeah, like, it was really fun. What's wrong with my bonkers wife with 11th month anniversary? <laughs> no, I think he was really like, oh, this is he. But he was also obviously like, thinking, well, where are we going? Where are we going? And like looking at the Uber thing. And I'm like, can you just, I'm just trying to surprise you. Can you just be, just shut up? Um, <laughs> so... It was really fun. It was great. And he was very, really happy, like really appreciative, really happy. And I think it settled, um, you know, any, not sadness, but disappointment, I think, or, sure. or bad feelings he had about people not coming. Yeah. So, way to turn around the yeah. worst. Yeah. Way to go, dude. Yeah. Problem Thanks. solver. <laughs> yeah, I try. Um, so now that we've gone through all of your wedding highs and lows over the yes. years, um, we do have some <laughs> confessionals from our listeners. Some of them are mm-hmm. questions, advice. Some of them are just bonkers things that already happened. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Pammy, do you want to go first? Yes. Okay, let's do it. Hey, wedding confessional ladies. I love that I found your podcast. It is so fun. Keep up the good work. So Wait, I already love this person. I, I don't actually care what else they say. <laughs> Thanks. On to the next question. <laughs> Gold star. <laughs> Yay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so I have a confessional for you. My sister recently got married to her girlfriend, and the only song they told the DJ not to play was I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Cut to the reception where the DJ announces the newly married couple. They enter the room to the song they requested as their interest song. Then about 10 seconds in, it stops. And what comes on next, you ask? Oh, you guessed it. I kissed a girl. Saying that they were pissed is an understatement from Beware of Rogue DJs. Oh, my God. That is not okay. I have a, I have a few thoughts. Do you have any thoughts, Lisa? <laughs> It makes me thrilled that I made a playlist. You can't trust DJs. I'm sorry. It's cheesy factor or surprises like that. I just, I, I'm not okay with that. I think, especially since they said, like, that's the one thing not to play. Yeah. Really, really bad move, man. Did or girl, he just misunderstand the direction? It was like, this is the one song you don't play? Or is like, this is the one song you, you want me do to play? play? <laughs> like, oh. Was this just somebody not paying attention? But here's the other question. If it like just the idea in general, they said in the story that this is this recently happened. This is a recent wedding. That song is not recent. <laughs> You're right, you know? actually. It's not like a timeless pop song. It's not like Firework by Katy Perry. I'd be like, all right, I kind of it was like it was a big bop, but it was like a number one hit for quite a summer. You know what I mean? And not that right. many years ago, but I kissed a girl was I mean, that was, I got to look it up, but that came out a while ago. I can ballpark that to between like 2008 and 2009 because I remember being very drunk in a bar <laughs> after work and my friend being like, I love this song. And she would play it on the jukebox. You know, I was waiting tables. We'd finish at two in the morning. We'd go drink till six in the morning. So that I can give you a rough, it was 10 years ago, basically. Yeah. And it's not even like a danceable song at all. No, I think this DJ like was like, really clever. Did he think it was funny because it's a lesbian yes. wedding? It's so rude. I think so. I think that's awful. My God. I would have just, I mean. What no tip do? for you. I would have been like, leave your equipment. You can leave. I'm just going to push buttons and figure this out on my own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can we ask this, whoever, the this person that wrote in, like, can we loop them in? I want to know how it was handled. I know. That's a good point. 
Yeah. Write us back and give us more information. Yeah, Let us tell know. us what happened. Oh, oh, sorry. Not to completely derail because I want to come back to this, but I forgot to mention earlier that we did hear back from the listener who, Lisa, you'll love this. They wrote us while this was happening. They're like, I'm currently okay. in a hotel lobby. The bus that's supposed to pick up most that's- of the people for the wedding has not arrived and everyone's pissed. And she like was writing this as it was happening <gasps> to us. We heard oh back God. from her because we requested. We're like, we want to know how the rest of the night went. And um, we're happy to report that the rest of the night was very smooth once everybody got Good. there. So yes. as much as we wanted more chaos, because we thought if everyone shows up late, it's going to be bonkers, but ended up working out just fine. And they had a great reception. So just to follow up. Oh, but sorry, excellent. still going yes. back to this, I kiss the girl thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what I, I think I would literally make him leave now. I would have been like, we're just going to plug in my phone and we're going to, I'm going to DJ this wedding. Yeah. Because Brooke, you did a playlist, right? I did, but I waited to the, like, it was, I was so lazy. I was supposed to make this like elaborate thing that I had this plan for. But by the time it got down to it, I was like, here's like 20 songs and just please don't suck. He was amazing. I really lucked out. Yeah. So did oh, I. I put in a request. I forgot. Yeah. It's funny because we said no requests and that dude accepted requests all night long. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Pam, did you have a DJ or a band? I did have a DJ and we got really lucky too because you're just like, who do you pick? And I didn't know a lot of, I mean, we had been to a few weddings, but um, a lot of them were not in town. So we were one of the first ones in LA to get married and I didn't have any recommendations. I'm going off, you know, the not or, you know, the not.com and, and just trying to figure out and we got very lucky. Our DJ rocked it. I mean, I, yeah. I'm I'm a, a dancer. I love to be on the dance floor. And and he got that. He's like, I hear you. And he knew. And and he just, he did. Yeah, that was he a did fun a great dance job. Floor. I have one nightmare uh, DJ story. Um, my, mm. my husband's brother and his wife got married in a kind of a, a kind of a, I want to say outside of Dallas, but like pretty far, like we were in the car for like an hour and a half after the airport. So definitely further out. She had grown up sort of near that area as a kid, but there was this botanical garden even further away from where she was. So she wanted to get married there because she was like beautiful and it could fit like it was kind of a larger wedding. But, you know, when you're getting that far out, the DJ availability, I think, was just less. And um, he was not great and like didn't read the room well at all. And I understand that you look at this as a DJ and you're just like, well, it's a wedding and I'm in Texas. Let's play a bunch of country music. Even though they kept requesting, like, could you not play country music? And at one point, the groom had to go up and my brother-in-law and be like, I don't know, maybe just some 80s hits, like just trying to help the guy out. And he was like, (laughs) I don't know if I have any. So at one point, I did give him my phone and just like played stuff from my iTunes that I had. Spotify, here you go. Yeah. I mean, even before that, I just happened to have a playlist of like what I would go running to. I had like an 80s running mega mix that I was like, here you go. (laughs) But the worst part about this guy, on top of like not reading the room, he didn't give a shit. He just showed up and was just like, I don't know, country music. So at one point, the bride and her dad are on the floor and they're doing like the, the bride and father of the bride dance. And it's like some, you know, I think it was like a Sinatra song or something, something very standard. And it was fine. And then at one point she like asked other people to join them on the dance floor and it ended up being like little kids dancing with their dads. It was really sweet. And the song ends and people are just like waiting for the next song to play. And, you know, mm-hmm. usually at that point, that early in the evening, they're mm-hmm. going to play songs that are, you know, maybe a little bit more Older. old school or maybe mm-hmm. like you could slow dance to you know what i mean like you just don't really get to the modern stuff you don't really get throw in some like 
dance hip hop that early unless you, it really works with the room. And it clearly wasn't that vibe at that point. He put on, do you remember, do you remember the song called Sexy Bitch? Like, damn, girl, she's a sexy yeah. bitch. Boom, 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 boom. No, he didn't. Yes, he played sexy bitch even if you right. don't know it because i don't think the groom's father did or the bride's father did and he was <laughs> on the floor and these children and the beat starts and i like happened to know that song because i was like top 40 radio and it starts like this can't oh, be that song no. and then it starts and it like the first part of it it's just like you know the the lyrics are more like oh she you know you better see up and they don't get to the part where it, and then it gets to the chorus and it just goes damn girl she's a sexy bitch and everyone on the dance floor had already been kind of like why is this aggressive like <laughs> like kind of like hip-hop song playing right now and then it was like this like dropping two curse words and there's little kids and an obvious father of the bride and the bride and everyone's just stunned and i'm just sitting at the table just slapped oh <laughs> like i don't and the thing is it's not even like he read the room and then slowly faded it out and played something else that song played in its duration oh what no yes and that was when we again that's when i kind of powered with the groom was just like we have to turn this around and then he was like could you play something more family friendly which led to the country music <laughs> And then, and, oh then we, and then we had to use my phone and that was how we ended the night. <laughs> so weird. It's a crapshoot. Wow. Yes. I mean, I just think that, you know, they didn't live in Texas at the time. They had a wedding, you know, close to where she had grown up and like a lot of her friends and family friends had lived there still. And again, she liked this space. It was further. I just, I think the availability and oh, he was not great. The wedding was beautiful. At that point you do, you just have your playlist and you plug in your phone. Yep. That's yeah. what we did. DJ Murdoch in the house. Mm, 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 mm. Nice, nice. <laughs> sexy bitch. That's me. DJ, se- <laughs> DJ, yeah. DJ sexy bitch in the yeah. house. <laughs> That's I official. Think we didn't, yeah, we didn't want to gamble with it, like planning it from overseas in Savannah. It was, and also yeah. money-wise, too. We're like, you know what, with Spotify and playlists. So I did the whole thing, and we kept having this thing where my husband was like, we need more than just Motown. It's too much Motown. I was like, okay, A, there's never too much Motown, but fair enough. I definitely like, <laughs> I agree. I'm not in the pop music loop. So it was great. And like, I went, um, Paul's been on the show, right? Paul, like helped me uh, go through a final copy. And, uh, so, wait, he, so yeah. my friend, Paul, um, he actually hasn't been on yet. He's going to come on, oh. I think next month. It's fine. But, um, Excellent. he is definitely, he was very specific about his playlist and I'm going to mm. grill him about that too. Cause he we'll was very much involved, yes. but I'm glad that yeah. you let him look at it. He's good at picking dance music. Yeah, so he gave us like a final overview. And then when I actually, when we walked in the reception, because I just gave them my iPad, I walked in and my friend's like, hey, let's get your drink. And I was like, what song is that? That shouldn't be playing right now. And I found the person immediately. <laughs> like people were trying to get me a drink. I was like, you need to hold on. I was not a Bradzilla, but I was like, I spent a lot of time on that playlist. And I looked yeah. at the manager. I was like, did you hit play or did you hit shuffle? He's like, shuffle. I was like, no. And I like hightailed <gasps> it to the back nice. office. And I was like, <laughs> and just hit like stop and played it from the beginning I was like, I'm, no 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 you had a vision shuffle. there's man. a progression it, there well, is a progression there is. that's a progression. real yes and you know it was it was great and my husband had picked one of this a U2 song and that was the only song where it cleared the dance floor and so my friend was like can I go skip this I was like absolutely <laughs> it was funny because it just did it cleared the whole dance floor and Joel's like I love this song I'm like I know, but no, That's no one's not feeling the point. it. And so yeah. my friend went back, and um, but there were multiple songs that people came running, like 
from the bar from this and being like, that's my jam. I love this song. I mean, <laughs> what do I you was... think was like the best song, like top two songs that really brought people to the floor? Oh, okay. Because so I know I mine. Wanna... I think um, Freedom 90 was, nice. I mean, we actually got nervous. We peaked too early with that at like 930, 10. Like, oh, <laughs> um, that was big. Being from Jersey, um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light is just a thing. It is um, just a thing it in New Jersey. Do you mm-hmm. know that song? I do not. Right. It is a, <gasps> oh. it's a song by Meatloaf. Okay. And yeah. I only know about it from going to weddings in yes. New York and New Jersey. Yes, because you had <laughs> friends there and they said, well, yes. we did this at the high school dance and you yeah. made a line of guys versus girls. Yes. Oh, it's a whole thing. Oh, yeah. there's a dance that goes with it? There's like a, there's just a bit to it. You'll have to hear yeah. it. It's super long it's and like, way dramatic because it's meatloaf and that's what he does. Yes. Yeah. It's like guys singing, then the girl sings back, and the guy sings back. But then, we, and, but it's about like <laughs> it's every having song. sex for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like creepy when you think about it. It's well, a great like wedding song again. As someone who'd never heard the song before <laughs> and was on the dance floor, they're like, "No, stay. It's super fun." And I'm listening to the lyrics for the first time. Like, how is is this appropriate <laughs> wedding well, reception? <laughs> but what's less appropriate is that my whole family from Jersey loves it, and so you have. The song is a man and woman arguing about having sex for the first time and him wanting her to do it. And you have all the female family members. No, it's super creepy. Pam's face right now. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. I'm sure. But like you have all the female (laughs) women in my family singing to all the men in our family. I'm like, that's weird. Like, (laughs) and that actually only dawned on me at my wedding last year. I was like, this is creepy. You're my cousin. This is weird. Um, So those were big. And I think... um, what did we end it with? Oh, Guns N' Roses was obviously huge. Sure. Um, and then I think we ended it, or we wanted to end it with um, ACDC. I think you shook me all night long. Nice. And then my okay. friend put one more song on at the end. So. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, my yeah. two songs that brought it, that it was kind of like unexpected because you just don't know what people are going to be into, um, was it wasn't even on our list, but the DJ played uh, Lady Gaga's Just Dance. And it had been out only a couple months where it was like the song of that summer when we got married in the fall. So it was just kind of a more recent song. You never really know what people are into when it's a newer song. And like everybody was just dancing to Gaga. And I was like, yes. So then <laughs> later on in the night, I want to say like, I mean, definitely not like the tail end, but definitely more into the evening. I had on my must play of this of the night is that I really wanted to hear Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, because it's one of my favorite pop songs of all time. Not like Christmas, just pop song. And I didn't give a shit that I was getting married in September. I wanted song. to hear that song. And I genuinely thought it was just going to be indulgent and just for me and maybe my best friend who loves it too. And just be t- us having a moment and it would just be silly and who cares? It's a smaller wedding. Never one can go grab a drink and that song came on and those opening bells that do 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 everyone like looked at the dj like are you playing this song and then you know the opening's like all like <laughs> ah and she's just singing all the opening <laughs> parts so everyone's just kind of slowly coming and then once the beat picks up and it really starts to get into the up-tempo part of the song everyone's on the dance floor everyone knows every word and then you got to the part where you hit that high you at the end that you Everyone goes for the high note (laughs) (laughs) and fails. Oh, we all fail, but together as a family. (laughs) It was amazing. Like definitely one of my best moments, but it's one of those things that I did just for myself, not realizing everybody loves that song. Everybody. (laughs) 
It's a great song. Yeah, good nice. times, good times. Pam, do nice. you have a song? Um, my song is or was "Baby Got Back." <laughs> nice. <gasps> yes. yes. It's it yes. is truly one of the songs I think that my husband was like, "I'm in love with this girl." When I sang it in the car and knew all the lyrics, <laughs> and he he actually. He's the one that that told the DJ, he's like, this song has to be played. And he's like, and she has to sing it. So I had a microphone. That's right. And I, I sang it. And uh, that's, uh, that's the one that brought everybody to the dance floor. That's amazing. <laughs> Pam does like big butts and she cannot lie. It's true. You know? <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. We've talked so much <laughs> about songs. We only have time for one more. I think between the two of us, Lisa, I think I like your story more. Do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Hey, wedding confessional gals. My friend is getting married for the third time in 12 years. She is having yet another bridal shower. I like this guy she's marrying and all, but do I seriously have to give her, give her another gift? Is there a cutoff for this kind of stuff? Do I just skip this event altogether or suck it up and give her something? Would getting her nothing be a sign that I don't like the guy she's marrying? From sure hope third time's a charm. <laughs> Ouch. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. We bit her a little bit? Yeah. I bet she's been really involved in the planning of all three of these weddings, and that's why she's annoyed. Yeah. Because usually, for the most part, when your friends are getting married, you're like, all right, whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm a little surprised that at a third wedding, there's a shower. Yes. I, I will say that. Sure. I mean, I know there's like I'm a sprinkle you. for people when there's like a second baby that's further apart, but I haven't heard. I haven't heard of that of three showers. That's. I, I wonder. Hmm. Um, I think this girl just likes getting married. In her defense, there is another person getting married in another set of family members. It could be that the first time around, obviously, it could be her and her family because usually you don't throw yourself a shower. It's, right. you know, either either usually it's like the bride side of like bridesmaids or mother and you know, that kind of a thing. It could be that maybe there's like a mom or a sister or somebody on the groom's side. Maybe he's never been married before. Yeah, you know what I mean? True. And it's like, even though it's someone's second or third wedding, it doesn't necessarily mean it's the other person's. And so a lot of the thrill and excitement and all of that gets really, you know, you they don't want to lose it. And it's kind of like you want to think of the other person. So I will give them the benefit of doubt of that. Just throwing it out there. Fair enough. But, you know, that being said, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need another toaster? New plates every, th- what, four years if this is the third one in 12? You know what, though? Sometimes appliances go bust. It's kind of nice. I should get- <laughs> I'm going to get remarried just because my blender's getting kind of shitty. Well, maybe dish- I'll do that. My dishwasher's been acting up. <laughs> I could do that with the whole like uh, if I move back to the states. You know, the appliances don't have the same plug. <gasps> Perfect. You know? There you go. Oh my god, yeah. that's a genius idea. Yeah. Um, what hmm. would you guys do now that we've kind of talked around in circles? We didn't actually answer her question. What should she do? I I say go. I mean, it doesn't have to be something big or elaborate. Just show that you care for that person. You're in in her life, and I think I think it would be more of a slight if you didn't go, or if you did go and not bring a gift. Like you know, just just show up. It doesn't have to be big. Yeah, I'm with you. I think if this is your friend, you have to think past the wedding and to the point where you um, this is your relationship with her. So is it worth? Yeah 
kind of doing this one kind of dumb thing that you don't really like to keep your relationship solid. Because in any relationship, at some point, you do things that maybe you you know what I mean, you do things you don't really want to do, even if it's just, I don't really like that restaurant, but you do. So whatever, we'll eat there tonight. (laughs) But it really is. It's kind of like that. It's a small it's a few hours of your life and maybe $30 if you don't want to spend a lot of money. And is $30 in two hours worth it to not have any sort of more a blemish in your relationship? I say, I say go. Yep. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to buy a car. I agree. Yep. I think you go, you show up. It's not, <clears throat> it's not about the gift. I think write a card, bring something small, you know, because it sounds like she already did give two other gifts. So I think not giving anything, you know, yeah. because I think. I think we've all been there with weddings. Not everyone gives gifts at different things and that's fine. But I do think since she's already given two gifts, make it something small, you know, but I think go be celebrate with them. Or if you can't go still send something small. Be supportive. Yeah. Don't send them the exact same thing you sent them from the last shower. Don't be shitty and passive. Although it would be funny, but I agree. (laughs) Every time she gets the same set of (laughs) steak knives just over and over again. Or you could just get her like if she got her like four champagne flutes, just get four the next, you know, finish yeah. the set. Sure. I mean, that. they break. I broke a wine glass this morning washing dishes. It's I broke, I broke a wine glass drying the dish. Um, and I when it happened, I had headphones in listening to a podcast because of course I am. And um, it broke and Tristan heard me from across the, the, the house because the Yelp I made was not only so loud, but he said it sounded so like. Like out of an old movie, Woman Yelp, it was like, oh, <laughs> like, no other noise I usually make. It was so high pitched and weird. And I think it's because it broke in my hand. Like I like was holding all of the broken pieces at once. And so I didn't want to scream too like ah, and throw my hands right. up. So I think it was started out as a scared scream. But then I felt the need to control it in order to control my hands. <laughs> The mental image this creates is amazing. By I know. The way. So it's like I hulked out and then was like, oh, <laughs> stupid. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. So it. everyone can always use wine glasses. They're not that expensive. Yeah. yeah do it. I say I say do it. Um, also, so, leave out the third time's a charm thing. Don't put that in. Oh, the yeah. Card. Yeah. 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 <laughs> stay away from that. Just uh, congratulations. Yeah, best mm-hmm. wishes. Anything. But you could wear the same dress. Maybe that would be okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. I'm just being silly. I mean, if a dress fits you 12 years later and is still in good condition, like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, so uh Lisa, we did it. We that's made it, it through the, uh, all the stories Yay. that we can fit into without going too far over. But now we're gonna get into our bridal breaks. Oh. Bridal breaks for those listening for the first time or for Lisa, if you don't know, um, are uh uh, suggestions we give to not only brides, but anyone planning weddings on something to do that has nothing to do with weddings so that you take a break from being the bride or whatever your position is, enjoy your life so that when you come back to working on any sort of wedding related thing, you aren't losing your mind. So um, this week, uh, Pam, do you have a fun boozy bridal break for us? She usually gives us beverage options. I do. I do. Um, so this one, I think is more for like the bachelor or bachelorette party. Okay. Um, it is, and then it is sticking with the fall theme and it is apple pie jello shots. <laughs> nice. I'm in. I like it. Pam I- likes to serve jello shots at parties. I do. <laughs> this is a thing. It's, a thing. <laughs> it's usually like it. a fuzzy navel shot. Yeah. Um, jello shot. But this, I, I mean, I got to try. 
What's I'm, in it? I'm in. It is um, Crown Royal uh, Apple, Apple Cider, Gelatin, Fireball, Cinnamon Whiskey, and Water. Oh my God, that sounds <laughs> so good. Oh my, I'm in. So wait, just like a gelatin, so not like a flavor of jello, just like plain Unflavored gelatin. Unflavored gelatin. Okay, and then the you, flavor is going to be in all oh the shit, other you stuff. you got Fireball in there, yeah. I'm Fire- so in. Oh, this sounds I don't, amazing. I don't know if... We call Jello shots classy, but I think if this ever if oh, ever yeah. was one, this is it. Like this is an adult. <laughs> I might make these next week. I mean, I think you just bring those to the bridal shower or maybe a brunch with your mother-in-law. This sounds really classy. It's amazing how they catch up with you, those Jello shots. I know. I've been to your mm-hmm. parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so, uh, Lisa, do you have a bridal break for our listeners? I do. Um my husband and I have become a little bit obsessed with a show called 90 Day Fiancé. And they actually have like three installments. There's now 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 days where you get to see these couples meet or the couples, yeah, finally meet after, you know, talking online for six months or whatever. Um, and then there's 90 Day Fiancé, like the process. And then they also have the follow-up show of 90 Day Fiancé after the 90 days where you see the couples in their married life and holy drama so like whatever you're playing <laughs> and whatever's going on um and I feel like you know my husband and I had met in person and then had a long distance relationship so we're not in the same boat but to watch this whatever's going on the, the in-laws the bridesmaids the groomsmen this will totally detract and you can be like okay I can handle my wedding like this is this is okay because some of these people are nuts they're really they don't give Americans the best name sometimes um, oh, because I, I know that the 90 Day Fiance is a show here. I wonder yeah. if it's completely, is it the same show or is it a different no, it's, British it's version? The show. The same show. No, okay. It's, okay. it's the American version. Um, Where does it air? Show. Where does it air on your channels over there? Because I think it's TLC for us, right? Maybe? I don't know. Is it, it TLC here? I think it's TLC here. Oh, okay. I think so. There is a British show here called Don't Tell the Bride, which I don't think you guys get. No. And oh, the husband we gets know that like one, though. Four, yeah, 14,000 pounds and the husband plans the wedding and that's just also fabulous. So 90 yeah. day fiance on Take TLC. Take a break. Yes, we'll make have you, a drink. Make you be okay. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you went 90 day fiance, you went. So it's my turn. What's up? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, my bridal break is um, this podcast that um, I've been listening to called Screw It. We're just going to talk about the Beatles. Which um, <laughs> I learned about because uh, Heather, Heather Woodward, who's yeah. been on the show, has been on that podcast a couple times. And I actually went to a live recording of it where Heather was one of the singers singing some of the Beatles songs while they were talking about it. So if you see the episode called Beatles Vocals Live at the UCB, our friend Heather, who's been on the podcast, is on it. And also singing that night was um, Jackie Johnson, who is the host of the podcast that I also put on a bridal break a while back called Natch Butte. Yep. So Jackie Johnson on top of being hilarious podcaster is also a really good singer so if you like Beatles music or you have a friend that does it's one of those podcasts that if you or anybody else likes them you can have it on for like a long car ride because there's music playing but then they also talk about it so it just kind of it's just kind of so soothing and fun because Beatles music is so good, or at least I, I'm a big fan. So I'm not even like a super duper duper fan. Like I know all the hits and right, some right. of the, the smaller songs, you know what I mean? But I'm not like a mega fan. And even I think the show is super fun. So um, screw it. We're going to talk about the Beatles. Um, it is I know on iTunes, I'm not sure where else. Um, and I will put a link, obviously, because it's super fun. 
It's a really good show, guys. Yay. Um, nice. So uh, we did it. Congrats. We got through our bridal breaks. Hey. And um, before we go, is there anything that you want to promote uh, since you're the massage therapist? What do you got going on? So for any um, any British fans of the podcast that are listening, um, I'm based in Manchester and I do a lot of pre and postnatal massage. And so I'm actually in the process of creating a collective uh, for women's wellness with other female practitioners. So there'll be fitness like yoga, Pilates. Um, we've got a chef who does prepared bespoke meals, a photographer, a doula, hypnobirthing. So it's exciting. It's at like the just the beginning stages where we're kind of coming together with the name and the logo and all of that, but it'll be, you know, just a really lovely collective for not only moms, but kind of more geared towards that other expectant moms or your veteran mom. Um, yeah, just, a, like great. a network of, you know, practitioners that can help them and, you know, so yeah, so that's really exciting. That's cool. Yeah, that's what's going great. on. Yeah. Is there any way if somebody wanted to, um, reach out to you for uh, massages now? Do you have a, a website or a link? I do. So okay. you could, um, I work for myself. I'm independent and um, my practice is called Brooklyn Wellness Manchester, but it's Brooklyn Wellness MCR. So you can check me out on Facebook or Instagram. Bear with me. I've just gotten started there. Uh, Twitter. Um, and my website is uh, brooklynwellnessmcr.com. So yeah, you can follow there. And then once um, the collective is up and running, I'll have links to that. Cool. We'll put it in our show notes so people can check it out. Right Thanks. on, That's dude. Awesome. Um, Excellent. So uh, Pammy, yes. we have to promote our stuff. We do. Um, so uh, where can people find us? They can find us at WeddingConfessionals.com. Um, what social media websites are we a part of? We are a part of uh, Twitter, yeah, Facebook, uh-huh. and Instagram. Instagram. We love that one's Instagram. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of sort of on Twitter, kind of on Facebook, but we're really on Instagram. We love Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I like you're not supposed to pick favorites when it comes to trying to like market your show. And I'm like, fuck it. Instagram's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> I just put up stupid pictures, sometimes like unflattering pictures of us just because it makes mm-hmm. me laugh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but that's good. I like that. <laughs> We're real. I know for real. Um, so if you want to send us your stories, if you have confessionals or you have a question and want some advice, um, there's a couple of different ways you can reach us. You can reach us by sending us an email to weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail. Our number is 434-933-2663. Again, 434-933-2663. Or... Our most popular option is if you go to weddingconfessionals.com, at the top, there's something that says, tell us your secret. And you just click on that. And from there, you just fill out a form where you put a name. You can make up the name. We don't care. And then you put your story in and hit submit. We don't need your phone number. We don't need your email address. We don't really use that information anyway. It's just an easy way to get to us. So um, if you want to send us your stories that way, please do. Weddingconfessionals.com. We love them. Um, Yeah. And uh, also, what should you do on iTunes, Pam? You should hit subscribe and give us five stars. Yes. Rate and review us and subscribe so that you get um, your podcast delivered to you every week with no misses. Besides iTunes, Pam, where can we be reached? Google Play, Player FM, uh, Podbean, 
and Stitcher. There it is. Whee! She's getting so good at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Gold it. star. I know, right? Thank you so much, Lisa, for being on the show. Yes. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having me. All right. See Super you next fun. week. See you next week, Pammy. See ya. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which if you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.